first session, we were competitive. We were in the wet. We were right there with Scott, and it was a pretty easy job to, to kind of do that lap and transfer. The second uh, round was completely dry, and um, we weren't mega, but you know we were kind of on a conservative setup still. So we felt pretty confident going into round three, where it started to rain a little bit again, um, but it didn't completely take away the track from us. And, just didn't have the pace for some reason. I mean, we're a second off of, me and Ryan are a second off of the front row, so it's very disappointing. I thought we had a car to, to fight for pole, especially after this morning, so to be on row three is, is not great. Also joined by Scott Dixon, a two-time winner here, a two-time pole winner as well. Starting second in tomorrow's race, but did set a new track record in round two of qualifying of 58.5546 seconds, and that is a new track record on the new configuration here on the streets of Toronto. Scott, your thoughts on starting on a, on the front row tomorrow and hopefully making your way up one more spot here in tomorrow's race? Yeah, it's uh, a little pissed at myself, to be honest. I think we, uh, we were on a really big lap on the, on the last one there and uh, messed it up pretty good in five and, and uh, had to abort. So I think, you know, frustrating. I think the, the crew and the team, you know, the, the car's been really good, but uh, personally just didn't put it together. So um, staying in the front row is still a good spot. I think we've got a great chance. Um, you know, car's been faster weekend, but... Yeah, disappointed with that. Joined also by Ryan Hunter-Ray, who will start sixth in tomorrow's race. Three podium finishes here, also a race winner here, previous, uh, excuse me, previous win here in 2012. Ryan, you mentioned in your, in your interview that it's just so easy to touch the wall here and there are still things that you want to work with on your car to get it to where you want to be. What are some of the things that you feel are missing right now? Uh, well, that last out in grip, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where those times came from. Am I dismissed? There we go. Okay. Um, we'll let you out. So we, yeah, just, just struggle for... Uh, Maybe try Scott. Sorry. Thanks, man. I appreciate just that. I just leave. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think you're ever really fully satisfied with your car around here because it's such a messy lap. But uh, I felt like in the, in the dry session, we, we really, you know, in Q2 uh, or whatever it was, we were, we were quick. We were P2. And... Um, and then, I don't know what happened, just at the end there, I just couldn't find the grip. The concrete patches were really slick and just couldn't put a lap together. Definitely another zip code to where um, Joseph and Scott were on that one. So we'll just have to pick up and make a good race car from here. Joined also by Will Power starting fourth in tomorrow's race, three wins here and two poles. Will, we heard in your post-qualifying interview that you feel like you made a mistake on that last lap. Take us through what exactly happened. Yeah, I just uh, made a mistake in five, just slipped and went almost to the wall so I was really pissed off had a really good lap going and uh, uh, yeah I guess similar to Scott just really annoying when that happens but it was just a variable grip with the, the sprinkles so um, yeah had the car to do it but didn't and joined also by your teammate Simon Pagino who was uh, last year's pole winner here starting third in tomorrow's race Simon, everyone sounds pretty pretty down and disappointed. How are you feeling about your starting position heading into the race tomorrow? Well, I've had worse days, so this is nice. <laughs> um, I mean, it's obviously great for Tim Penske because uh, we, we've been struggling a bit on the street course package and we've showing this weekend the improvement brought to the team. So I'm really glad to see all three of us in the fast six. Um, the car was great, honestly, and, and the session was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, that's, those are my favorite conditions when it changes and you really have to adapt and take chances. 
and it was a lot of fun. The track is really, really awesome to drive with this package and these cars. So, um, you know, could I have done better for sure. I think we could all do better, but uh, pretty satisfied with third and, uh, and being with my teammate over here. Absolutely. We'll open up for questions, starting with Bruce. So the common theme here is three drivers said that they were pissed at the performance, even though you're in the fast six. Is that just a reflection of how competitive this championship is getting? Or how much is on the line? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, there's always a lot on the line. You know, I think the competition right now is, you know, as I continue to say, is extremely tough. Um, you know, so if you give a little, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get it back. Um, personally, for me, it was just, you know, I think we had a really good car. We've had a really good car all weekend. Um, you know, practice three, we had a few moments. But apart from that, you know, the, the car's been really fast. So, you know, I think it's, uh, that's why I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I had a good car. Really, uh, fixed it from yesterday and um, felt like I had a shot at the pole so yeah competition is very tough and when you let it go when you have a shot at it and you let it go it's it's really annoying uh, yeah for me I mean after this morning we were we kind of only used one set of blacks and we were thinking that you know we were going to be in a pretty good position for qualifying to 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 go for pole and to end up on row three is just yeah it's disappointing it's um it's frustrating because I thought we were com super competitive even through qualifying and then just to have it severely go away from us for no particular reason uh, is frustrating. That's the way it goes sometimes. Other questions? Yes, Patrick. Uh, Will, explain to the, the, over here to your right, explain to a, a, like a lay person how difficult it is to predict the grip level. I mean, you're going into five and I heard several of you had the problem in five. But that was a minute ago, and it's sprinkling or not sprinkling. How do you predict the grip you're going to have when you get there? Yeah, it's kind of difficult when it's just it's sprinkling, um, because the cement patches lose a lot more grip than the the dark stuff. So um, that's exactly what happened. You know, the lap before was a lot of grip there. That lap there was none, and you just wash forward. So obviously Joseph, being the last guy, had everyone run over that and kind of take that moisture away and um, I guess kind of help but uh, yeah it's they're the hardest conditions they just simply it's so tough when it's kind of sprinkling it's not completely wet it's just a little bit damp and it's you don't know where it's slippery so yeah but yeah I mean you know the lap before it worked I mean just yeah when you have the potential it just pisses you off any questions for any drivers not Joseph Newgarden? Yes, Christian, in the front. I think in general, I, I really didn't like this track until this weekend when they repaved into turn one. So um, it's completely changed my perspective of this place. And it's one of my favorite street circuits now. So um, hats off to, to everyone at the sanctioning body and the city of Toronto for, for doing that, because I know it's no easy feat. So um, awesome. In the wet, it was great. In the dry, it's great. I think it'll allow turn one to be a passing zone now. Um, before, it was so bumpy on the inside that it was pretty low percentage chance. So now it's. I think it'll improve everything from, from practice to the race and, and such. 
Hats off. And just for the transcript, the question was about the repave and how it reacted to the wet conditions earlier in qualifying. Yes, sir. Thank you uh, from Radio Western. Simon, uh, you, you set the record last year and then all six of you on the stage beat that record and it was some drama and, and some great theatrics to watch. Just your thoughts on that, that obviously you were able to beat your own time, but then to see the other five guys next to you do that as well. Yeah, well, it's evolution, you know. It's, um, the cars are really fast this year. We going down straight away at greater, greater speed. Um, so um, the engines are also improving every year. It just shows, you know, what um, the efficiency of the engines, um, IndyCar's aero package, it's all very interesting. It, it makes for um, a great show. I think the cars are really good looking as well. Um, so it's, it's awesome, awesome to be in this sport at this time. I think uh, we're about to see something very exciting for the next years to come. So, um, yeah, the goal was to beat Gilles Deferrand, by the way. So uh, we're going to do it next year. <laughs> Bruce. And for anybody who wants to answer, going out there, fast six, red tires, wet track, is, was it kind of like driving on ice a little bit? Sorry, we were passing notes. What was that? <laughs> you, you're up anyways. It's your turn, so. Red it's tires, wet track, yeah. was it like driving on ice, trying to wring everything you could out of the lap? Yeah, like, like Simon said, it's a lot of fun doing it, um, but you never know, you get out there and you never know how much you can get away with. You know, there's not many racetracks in the world where you have to deal with crosswalks and stuff like that. So uh, you don't know how much moisture is going to be on the paint, where you need to really put the, the left front or the right front tire under braking. Um, you know, one time going into one, I got away with it, and the next time I came in there and had a huge lockup and barely gathered it up. So... That's the beauty of street racing and changing conditions. It's a lot of fun, but um, man, the, the, the line between hero and zero is very, very thin. Uh, yeah, same. It's, uh, it's just slippery, you know? It's, um, I think, you know, same as everybody else, it's a lot of fun, those conditions. It's more fun when it works out, uh, you know, for yourself, uh, obviously, but um, yeah, it's not, you know, I think that's the cool thing about IndyCar racing. Um, you know, you get a lot of variance in, in these circuits, and even from year to year, they change a ton. Um, you know, kudos again to obviously everybody here in Toronto and the, the city of Toronto for, for, you know, it's been a long wait for that front uh, stretch to be repaved and, and it's definitely an improvement. Um, but yeah, these conditions are tricky, but, but uh, I think a lot of us enjoy them. James? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen, yeah. from driving.ca. Um, I realise there's a bit of disappointment uh, up there at the moment, but are there any positives that can be taken from today's session heading into the race tomorrow? That's a question for everybody. The front straight's paved. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> and thank you for that, by the way. Are there any positives? <laughs> well, can you think of any positives from the session? Well, there's a half what, empty that, and half full. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that, that would be it. Yeah, that's nice for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we race tomorrow. That's a positive, you know? If you didn't, yeah. you didn't get pulled today, then you can win tomorrow, you know? I mean, we could all crash. I don't know. I have no idea. It could be positive. It could be negative. Who knows? Yeah, I think the track's fantastic now. It's like a road course. Like, it's really, really nice to do. Like, full props to Green and Savory. Savory Green, what's the name of it? Green Savory. Green Savory. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you very awesome. much. We appreciate right, thank your you. time. Thank you. Have a good day. Joseph will keep you. Bye-bye. <laughs> then there was one. We'll welcome in our we'll welcome in our poll winner Joseph Newgarden, driving the number one Hitachi Team Penske Chevrolet. I for I, could, I know. I you, wish I could hang around. All your actually, friends. I know. I'm sorry we left you alone. We'll try to we'll we'll try to let you enjoy this.
defending series champion, also the defending race winner, uh, a two-time winner here actually on the streets of Toronto. And a new best career starts here on the streets of Toronto and his, uh, his first pull here, his fourth pull of the 2018 season. Joseph, we, we've seen you have speed throughout these practice sessions yesterday. Did you expect that you had enough speed to win pole today? Yeah, I think we actually felt really confident from this morning. Um, you know, we were we were at a bobble at the very last lap of practice where I kind of slid into Robert. We were just spaced about the perfect incorrect distance from each other when he went in, uh, and I didn't see him around a blind corner. But up to that point, I think we were pacing for a P1 lap. Um, so our, our you know, our feeling was really good about it. I think we've had a fast car today. Yesterday, I was more concerned. I actually, yesterday, I didn't think we had the speed to compete with Scott or some of the top five. And then overnight, we made great changes. Um, and then the Hitachi car just came to life. And uh, the, today was fantastic in the morning. So the only thing was, you know, when it started raining, you go, man, I think we have a P1 car. And now, yeah, I don't know what we're going to get. You never know what you're going to get in these type of conditions. You could you make a mistake, um, you know, throw it off in the wall. You could not have a great car in the wet. You could do a bad job yourself. It's just you just don't know what you're going to get. And, um, you know, fortunately, we made the right decisions. The car was still fast, and, and, we, and we get pulled. So that's good. That's a great start. It doesn't mean anything for tomorrow, but it's, it's a great start for, for tomorrow's race. Can you point towards anything that you say yesterday you were a little worried, and, and today it seems like, something was found that, that led to such a good result today. Is there anything in particular that you can share that you feel really made a difference? Um, nothing particular, but I, I just tell you, we didn't have any natural pace yesterday. I mean, we were scrapping to get into the top seven. And, you know, we finally did in that second session, I felt like we kind of came alive a bit, but it just wasn't nearly enough to be ultra competitive. So, you know, we were scraping um, just to make it happen. And, and, you know, we needed something to bring natural pace to the car. And we made some, we made some changes. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were more dramatic than I thought they'd be. I mean, looking at the changes, I didn't think we would have as dramatic of a jump of performance. And then this morning, I thought we just had natural speed. It was easy to be in the top three. It just wasn't, it wasn't hard anymore. So, um, you know, some of that's attributed to the team side with the setup. I think some of it's down to Team Chevy and the work that they're doing. So um, it was a big team effort. And we, we were all working together, me, Will, and Simon. And then you can see we kind of all, we, we kind of all were rewarded for that. We all got in the top six, which is a big deal. Um, for, for our team, so uh, I think we got a great start now for tomorrow. Questions for Joseph. Yes, sir. So uh, yesterday the Hondas seemed to dominate in practice and the Chevys were trailing a bit, but today it seemed to be rather even in qualifying. Do you think that was a result of the conditions or do you think that was something different? Uh, I think it's definitely more that we found pace. Uh, you know, I think Team Chevy worked really hard overnight. We found some things uh, to give us performance. And from the team side, we definitely found stuff. I think we took a jump as a race team forward, all three of us, because, you know, regardless of the rain, I actually probably would have asked for no rain. I felt like we had a car that was capable of being on pole in dry conditions. Now, when you throw the rain in, you go, well, we probably still can maybe get the pole, but you, you don't know because it just, it's so jumbled up, maybe red flags hurt, you don't know what's gonna happen. So um, yeah, I don't think it was the conditions. I think it was a jump that we took overnight that helped us the most. John? Hi, uh, John Chidley Hill from the Canadian Press. Um, can you take us through that final push to knock uh, Scott from the top spot in the fast six there? I was, I was on the limit. I mean, uh, I thought I had made, I actually made the call in the fast six, which I don't like doing. Normally, I leave it to Tim and, and the team. I say, hey, you guys make the, you know, the high-level decision here and what you want to do um, as far as when you go out, what tires you run. And 
I think there was some concern on not going out early, you know, immediately because it is it was spitting rain, you know, and we didn't know if that was going to intensify or if it was going to get better. And to me, I thought we are, you know, we already got the fast six. We're already up front, so we might as well take a risk. And I think for us to get the pole, especially with Scott having new tires still, um, the only way we were going to do that is if we had m the minimum amount of laps on our uh, tires. And, and essentially, we just need to go out two laps later, you know, and just run at the end. Because I thought the track was going to get quicker. Now, halfway through the fast six, I regretted that decision immediately. I thought, because um, it was raining. I mean, it was actually starting to come down then. And I'm like, oh, man, I made a bad call. We should have been out here early. And then those final two laps, it just started cleaning up. And you could just see the braking was getting better, the concrete was getting better. And then that final lap, it was really coming alive. And I thought, okay, we've got, this is the lap you have to push on. And I pushed as hard as I could in that final lap. I, I braked as deep as I could in turn three. And we kept it clean and it was enough for pole. So that, it was very thrilling from my side. You know, it was a fun session to, to try and do something like that. Was it? Okay, good. I mean, it felt, I was sweating in the car. I'm like, this is amazing. I don't know how this is going to turn out. But it was, uh, it was fun to drive, very, very fun to drive. Mary, in the front. Joseph, for us watching the drivers, especially watching their steering wheel action, it looks at, from time to time like it's really violent out there. And for qualifying, that's probably when everybody's on the limit. I don't think it's going to be quite like that during the race. But what's it like for a driver on this course going over the bumps at the speeds that you do? I mean, do you, f do you feel it's kind of violent as well? Yeah, it's a fairly violent track itself. I mean, you know, it's, it's much smoother now. There's sections that are so much easier. I think turn one is the biggest, you know, area you can point to. We all have seen the repavement there. And it used to be really violent under the braking just because it was all, you know, pretty much... Uh, uh, just, just you know, it was rooted up from the from the winners here. You know, all the, everything was uneven, and you had all these dips and, and peaks, uh, and so it was very difficult to get your braking. You're just like bouncing across the brake zone into turn one. Now it's smooth; you can brake as deep as possible. Um, but the rest of the track, you know, you're always going over some big curbs. I think T T five T eight, you got some big curbs you hit, and it's generally quite violent through nine, ten, and eleven onto the front stretch. So it's a violent track, but the thing about Toronto is this place grips up more than any other street course we go to. I mean, it, it, that's why our lap times have been so quick. Some of that's the repaved sections, but also just the, the grip of the track has been immense. I can't believe how much grip has been around this place. So if it was dry, I think we would have probably gotten into the 57s, um, which is really quick. I mean, we did a 50, what do we do, a 58.5, 58.6, Scott did, and that's just kind of cleaning the track up. If it was like clean and green, you did, yeah, you'd have done a high 57, no problem. So that just speaks to the, the grip level of the racetrack, um, which is pretty cool. It's fun to drive, but it beats you up because they're so gripped up and you're over these curbs. It's, it's a very violent track to drive, for sure. Jim. Oh, oh, sorry, Bruce, go ahead. You entered the season with two poles career. Now you've doubled that to four. I mean, you know, what's next? Will Powers 52 coming up here quick for you. But how did you become so much better this year on winning polls well i don't i mean i don't know the best thing i mean to me i actually thought we should have had more polls last year not trying to be greedy about it i just i know there's weekends where it just didn't work out like we were in the fast six and i thought we had what it took to get a poll um probably i could probably point to three or four weekends it's not like we should have had 10 polls but i think last year we probably should have had three or four polls that just they didn't work out you know we finally got one there in sonoma at the end of the season which was really gratifying but i think we're doing the same stuff and it's just sort of flowing our way a little bit more this year. Even Toronto, you could say today flowed our way. You know, I mean, it, it could have bit me 100%. If it kept raining, it would have, I would not be on pole. 
So, you know, it's, e it's really easy to sway your way or swing the other way, and you just never know. And, and sometimes we've been bit by circumstance. We've just not had new tires on in the Fast Six because we were in the wrong group at the wrong time. Uh, but I don't think we're doing anything different. Just for whatever reason, it's working out right now. Jim. That was actually my question. So. There we go. Yes, Christian, and then up top. Is it easier to go up top and then Christian? Okay. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, you mentioned to me yesterday about how you're keeping a cool head here in Toronto, and congratulations to adding to your success as well. I, my question to you, though, Joseph, is that, uh, you know, there were similar conditions to polling today to 2017 when you won it here. Um, tomorrow is supposed to be drier conditions. What are your thoughts strategy-wise while you have the poll? Well, thankfully, it's more straightforward tomorrow. You know, we're not going to have to deal with this. Uh, from what I've seen, I don't know the latest weather, but it looked like tomorrow is going to be good. Um, and if that's the case, then you just try and, I think you try and minimize the, the risk of the yellows. I mean, that's, you know, historically, that's what can bite you around Toronto. Um, you can always make a mistake. It's, you know, it's a circuit that's, to me, easy to make a mistake on. You know, it's, it's not difficult. You can throw it into the wall pretty quick. But other than that, it's about getting the yellows right. Um, and, and I've benefited from them here before. I mean, both victories that I've had here, I've had a little bit of help. Uh, we've had fast cars, but you, you got to have some help sometimes. So I think we just need to make sure we're looking at that and, and putting ourselves in a best position to not be bit, you know, by, by an un unfortunate yellow, something like that. So that's, that's probably what we're going to look at tonight. And then, you know, play the fuel game, um, you know, attack. I think Scott's going to be attacking. Everyone's going to be attacking behind us. So we, we've got we've to attack the whole race. And, and if we keep it clean, then we should be just fine. Down here. Okay. Patrick. Take me, through, take me through turn five. It's a uh, couple guys crashed there today in the lights race. You've crashed there previously. Um, is it a high risk reward corner where you can really, it seems it's too tight for that, but it seems like a guy's really push it really hard through there and wind up hitting the wall. I think it's a deceptive corner. I almost crashed there in the fast six, to be honest with you, um, because when I went out, it was, it was raining and that concrete slab in the center, it for whatever reason becomes the most slick. Um, out of all the concrete slabs, uh, three's probably right behind that. But yeah, I went out, I almost wrecked on my first lap in the fast six, I almost pushed right into the wall because I had no grip. So I think you can get caught out. And I think uh, watching the Indy Lights race, it looks like a couple guys got caught out under wet conditions. And, you know, for me, it's easy to see how that happened. Um, you know, it's easy, it, like I said, it's really easy to make a mistake around this place. And I've seen a lot of high profile guys do the same thing. So you just try and, um, you try and not let that happen, you know, and if it does happen to you, you put it in the memory bank and say, hey, this is a corner that can bite you. And uh, that's really all you can do. So, yeah, it's one of those corners you got to look out for. Christian. You said in um, Thursday's opening welcome press conference that your number one goal after Iowa was to beat James Hinchcliffe <laughs> in Toronto. I was mildly joking, but yeah. <laughs> so take us through this being phase one of that plan. Yes, exactly. Um, it's all coming together. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the James, I, they look like they did a good job. They didn't, you know, didn't flow for them how they needed to, but uh, Hinch and Wickens are, are relatively up there, so they're not in a bad spot. They could very much capitalize on a very good race and, and win, no doubt. So it's, it's going to be tough to beat them. Um, but, yeah, it would be awesome to have another victory here, I think, uh, for sure, to, to give Hinch a little elbow after Iowa and what he, uh, what he did to me at the end of that race. Um, uh, he's a great job, but you know it's always nice to get him back. 
but then I think more importantly for the championship, it's good for us to have a, a solid run here. So uh, it would be, uh, it'd be satisfying on more than one level, for sure, if we could get a victory here. <laughs> yes, we'll take our last question from Mary. Joseph, going back to Iowa, you had such a dominant car there. At one point, I think it looked like you might lap the field a couple times, but then toward the end, I don't know if you made changes during a pit stop, but it seemed like your car wasn't as fast. Does that just happen naturally during a race, or did changes that were made to the car result in you not being as dominant? Uh, I think it's more of a result of us not getting the whole race correct. Um, you know, you make your best judgment on what you need from a setup standpoint for the entire distance. Look, if that race was 250 laps, we would have won, you know, but we, that we, we didn't have the setup stamina uh, to last the last, you know, 50, 70 laps. And uh, a lot of that's just down to track evolution. I think Hinch got better and they capitalized on it and we got worse, you know, right from the green flag, we were just getting slowly worse the entire race. Um, the only good, the good thing about it was we started from such a dominant position. So, you know, it took us a while to get down to his level, but you know, he just, he got better as the track, um, you know, progressed and, and they just beat us, you know, and that's, that's really all there is to it. So now when you look at it in hindsight, you say, okay, I know how we can fix that for next year if we have the exact same conditions, but every year you're always looking at it, trying to make the best judgment on setup. And, you know, we were very close, but we missed it by just a little bit. Joseph, thank you very much. Good thank luck you. Tomorrow.